Whatever, dive, dude. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, wings, wings with your friends, baby. That's how I warm up going on the stage when I try to get myself <laughs> in the mode to be funny. I'm like, Ooh, dive, dive, dude. I'm going to be so funny. And then, and then I sing that to myself when I'm walking to the stage. I and love that. Yeah, that's that's my little trick to to get myself in the in the funny mode. That might be my new uh, intro song. friends, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Can you just do one more clean version? Yeah, sure. Who ever do for do? Yeah, wings with friends. wings with friends. You got to get the wings to be with the friends. boom. Perfect. Oh, shoot. Did I just mess it up? I thought it was over. <laughs> no. um, thank you. Uh, new year, new freaking uh, uh, intro song. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Wings with Friends. Thank you so much for being here. Happy New Year. Um, I'm your host, Mary Upchurch, and I am so excited to be here with one of my favorite people, favorite comedians, Amir Khalil. A miracle. Yeah, yeah that's me. Amir, the miracle, because I am one, baby. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I am so excited. You're you're so funny, and I had the pleasure. Amir, I actually, I don't know if I met you, but I saw you when I was at San Diego Comedy Festival. Oh, yeah. I don't think you noticed me, and that's okay. We didn't um, meet. We didn't meet there. Okay. I, we were on the Dirty Show together. Oh, snap. I had just flown in. But, you know, it's a new year. I'm not going to... Um, <laughs> I'm trying to make a big deal out of like, uh, you didn't uh, talk to me. Um, no, but then I did get to meet you and hang out with you at Big Pine 2019. Yeah, yeah we did get to hang out. Yeah. Did we drink together? Um, well, I was drinking the whole time, so probably. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. I was drinking, too. Yeah. It's a good time, that festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah well. Nobody has to drive. No. Everything's walking distance. Yeah. So introduce yourself to my listeners. Like, tell us who you are. What do you do? What makes you so special? What's up, Wings listeners? Uh, I am Amir Khalil. I am a musical comedian. You will see me on stage with a acoustic guitar, uh, serenading all the hoes in the crowd. And uh, <laughs> when I'm not serenading them, I'm roasting them. And uh, it's just a good time. You know, a lot of my humor comes with a little musical twist to it. But I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily, like, just singing, like, songs and all that stuff. I'm just, like, kind of, like, but I'm just kind of putting, like, a little R&B flavor to my jokes, you know. And, like, I'm the only black and Arab comedian coming out of L.A. with a guitar. There's another, there's at least a couple of other black Arabic comedians, but they don't have my flavor, you know. So you're black and Arabic. I am. You're so exotic. I'm exotic. I look uh, Puerto Rican to a lot of people, and that's <laughs> fine. I don't mind, you know. Uh, um, but so I just blend in lots of places. That's great. Yeah, you're like a chameleon. I am. I can. I can. I. I, I can try to talk to talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, how long have you been doing comedy, and where are you based? I, I always forget how long I've been doing comedy. It's a new year, so I'll say I've been doing it like maybe like. Six or seven, maybe eight. I, I lost track because uh, cool. my first eight months of doing stand-up, I was just dabbling in it. Like, I took a couple classes, and uh, and I was like, oh, okay, you know. And I was like, oh, all right, this, I'm, I'm all right. And, I, and then I started getting confidence, and then I was like, and then I went to an open mic, and I was like, oh, I should be just doing this, going to open mics to learn. So I just, that's when I really felt like I started to get involved. Oh. I like that. I like that journey, right? Do a class. Sometimes it's like you need to still feel safe 
yeah. more comfortable, but then you have to break out of that comfort zone. I agree. I was so scared to start stand-up comedy. I was. Is somebody rearranging chairs around they, us right yeah, now? Yeah, <laughs> apparently. I feel like anytime I go to a restaurant, they have to rearrange chairs when I get there. And they drag them. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we see people with microphones. Let's move these chairs. Um, so we're at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, we um, are. Our, you know what's funny? I've always kind of talked shit about Buffalo Wild Wings yeah. on this podcast. Um, um, I recorded one of my first episodes here. We were doing our football draft, my, uh-huh. me and my, like, coworkers. Yeah. And so, um, and so we recorded it here, and it was really loud. But I think with our headphones and with the mics, like it works out okay. Yeah, these um, mics don't pick up a lot of outside noise. I hope not. From what I've noticed. So you're in town this weekend, featuring at the, <laughs> <laughs> the chairs get louder and louder. Although they just—they're not perfect yet. They're just it okay. Like <laughs> they just like keep moving the chairs. It's, it sounds like they're trying hard to really move these chairs. Okay, good, it looks yeah. good, guys. Good work. It's like a bridal party coming in, or <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, almost. Oh no, we're gonna be next to the loudest table right now. Jesus Christ! It looks oh, like a thirty-seater. Oh, some more. Oh, she's putting her back into it. That's what yeah. it is. Oh, okay. Is it perfect? Wow, that was ate up a really good minute there. Um, uh, it's all right. So you're in town featuring at the Tempe Improv. Congratulations. Yes, That's amazing. Yeah, I was excited to get the call. He gave me like a three-day notice. You know, like, hey, can you come out this weekend? I was like, hell yeah. You know, I, like, I love to start off the new year with a road gig. Get out of L.A., you know, come make some money, you know, make some new fans. And, uh, and then, also, then I got the, the notice from you. To come do the, the podcast. I'm like, hell yeah, this gets uh, better and better. You know, it is fun. And this is what I've noticed about doing a podcast. Like, I'll take it to a festival, and I feel like, and hopefully I'm giving other people this opportunity where it's like, wow, I went out there. I didn't just do this. You know, I, uh-huh. you did something extra. And it feels like it, like on a festival where maybe you have to pay for everything. I'm like, well, I got a couple more opportunities. So I think that's really neat. Yeah, I noticed you were really involved with the Big Pine Festival, and you did a lot. You were, like, the moderator for podcasts. I was like, wow, this girl's official out here. Look at her. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, I was lucky enough to get an opportunity to moderate the festival festival Mm -hmm. panel and one other panel about getting booked or something like that. Yeah, I was there for those. Yeah, you were great. You you had some really good, I was just listening to it. You had some good comments. Really? Because I thought I asked the worst questions. You know what I tried to do? And I'm going to toot my own horn, which I'm really good at. I always, every time somebody asked a question, I said their name. Uh Uh-huh. So at least, like, you get a credit. (laughs) It's a miracle. Yeah, yeah, I got in there. No, um. So, yeah, that was really fun, and it was a good way to kind of get in front of a lot of people. So I'm really thankful to Hillary and Broken Drift for that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Props to Hillary and uh, who? Well, Broken Drift Productions Broken is her Drift. crew, like, so all the people uh, within that, yeah. Hillary's a sweetheart. I met her uh, through Jay Hollingsworth as well, and, you know, I got to go to her house. and Actually, wait, I got to sleep at her house with Jay. You slept uh, with Jay? Yeah, me and Jay slept together, um, you know, separate beds. But, you know, he tried to get me in there, but, you know, he's a big dude. Anyway, that's a whole other story for another podcast. Yeah, that is another podcast. <laughs> you know what I love about the Tempe Improv? And tell me if, like, you're experiencing this. Like, the fans there are so nice. Like, you'll get follows, and you'll get, you know, like, people want to take a picture with you, too. Does that happen? Yeah. Uh, I sold a couple shirts as well. Oh. So I'm always trying to sell merch when I'm on the road. 
unfortunately, I haven't found that one shirt that's a big hit. Yeah. You know, because like right now I sell like maybe like two or three shirts uh, a show out of, you know, I think just out of pure, uh, you know, fan craze. Like they're like, I love you so much. I don't care if it's not funny. I'll buy it. <laughs> right. They, yeah. You know what? Okay. You should try this if you're trying to sell it. You say to a lady, like, this shirt, because they might be like, oh, that doesn't fit me. Like, I don't wear those shirts. And you can just be like, this shirt is really good when you're staying at your boyfriend's house and you have to get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and you just need to throw something on. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> I've sold a shirt that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's really good. I'm excited. If I, um, I have a show tonight in Tempe as well, but I don't. Really? Yeah, it's later, though. What, how late? I might get drunk. It's on Mill, which is the, like, party area for, like, the college area. Uh -huh. And it starts at, oh, my gosh, I'm headlining it, which is really weird to me. Hell, yeah. It, I don't, I feel <laughs> weird about it. Okay, it's at 8.30 to 11. Ah. So, but, yeah, I usually get out of there at, like, midnight at Tempe Improv. So. Okay, yeah, I was going to say that. I would love to come check it out. Nah, it's okay. <laughs> don't worry. I think I'll be done at 11, 11 something. That's what, from yeah. My, yeah. Um, if it's fun, though, I'm going to hang out. I think I'm going to Uber there. But, okay, this isn't on the podcast. But um, what I wanted to say, oh, we're at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes, we're we about, are. We ordered some wings. And I think there's somebody on a loudspeaker right now. It's like the, it's the, it's football day. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> the loudest uh, football arena in Arizona. Perfect for a At podcast. At least there's not a ton of people. One time when I did a podcast, they did, like, the stampede. Like, when it's somebody's birthday, they oh, do this, no. like, buffalo stampede. And they're like, yeah! <laughs> um, so we ordered a lot of wings. What wing did you choose for this episode? Asian Zing. Ooh. Yeah, I chose that for my Korean buddies. Um, my <laughs> Korean and my Filipino buddy, uh, Chris Rubio. Shout out to Chris Rubio uh, on the Wings of Love podcast oh, with me. Chris. I called him Mark. I was thinking of Mark Fernandez. Chris. Oh, yeah, easy mix up. Love. He gets Mark Fernandez all the Does time. He? No. That's rude of me. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chris Rubio and the homie Franklin Yee, who's the Korean homie. Um, so, yeah, those are like two of my closest dudes that uh, I work with in comedy these days. So, Asian Zing out for you guys. Very nice. It's like a dedication. Yeah, it is. I'm going to be eating your people's delicacy <laughs> somehow. Um. <laughs> So, how do you like your wings? Like, do you like uh, bone in or bone, bone in? Okay, so you're traditional is good. Yeah, I'm old school. Of you. Do you prefer like the drumsticks, like the drummies or the flats? I like them both. Really, you don't yeah. discriminate? Nah, they're both good to me. Okay, do you prefer like a dry sauce or a wet sauce? <sighs> uh, it's a mood thing. So if mm. I if I'm in the mood to just if I don't want to make a mess and I just want to eat one or two wings, just give me some dry. You know, but if I'm going to chow down with you like we're about to, give it all to me. Give me that saucy. We are going to chow down. Like, this is this is really good. Now, if you were going on a date with a girl, like, yeah. would you order saucy or would you, what if she only liked the flats? Would you, like, eat all the drums or, like, how, because there is kind of, like, a, a wing relationship thing going on. Yeah. Um, God, I haven't been single in so long, so, like. I don't think I used to take girls out to uh, eat wings on dates. I used to take them out for drinks or something like that. Okay. But, like, now, like, with my chick now, like, yeah, we, we'll eat in front of each other. Like, no shame. You're past that point where you just, like, you don't have to look pretty eating the wings. 
Nah, hell no. We're not even looking at each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. That's kind of like what everybody hopes to get to. Yeah, right. Ooh, our wings oh, are here. Oh, wow. Look at all that. Thank you so much. Oh, they look amazing, guys. Yes. Um, perfect. Thank you. Um, so, do you do blue cheese or ranch or anything? I don't do sauce? either. Okay. I'm super lactose. That's right. Yeah, it's a Because I shame. ordered these cheese curds, and I'm eating them all <laughs> myself. <laughs> yeah, you are. I don't want you shedding your pants. So, no, do you do the veggies? Yeah, I do veggies, too. Okay. Uh, yeah, I try to be healthy. I try to eat two bananas a day. Really? I try to do uh, apple cider vinegar with lemon water in the morning. You know, you know, it's good for your kidneys. Yeah, it's good for all that. Your bowels uh, being regular. It's good for your skin. It's good for uh, your memory, your brain, uh, for looking young. Like, there's so many benefits to having apple cider vinegar in your body. Wow, advocate. Absolutely. I have a bottle and I never drink it. Yeah, um, I'll send you a YouTube video. Do you do the, um, do you do it, you said, do you mix it with water and stuff? Or Yeah, so a t one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, uh, one, two tablespoons of lemon, fresh squeezed lemon, and a one whole glass, about a cold cup of water, just like room temperature water. And you stir it up. And uh, you can add honey for sweetness if you want. And then you just down that in the morning. The whole, the whole water. Drink the whole it. thing. Uh, mix dirt all together. So it's going to taste a little bit bitter. But if you do that every day, not only do you lose weight, it just, it just improves your overall health. Yeah. That's fantastic. I feel like a piece of shit now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to pause and eat this yes, wings, and then we're going to hear more from a, mirror, the, a miracle in just a minute. So hang on. Yeah, hopefully I won't be in a food coma in the second half. You will. <laughs> too. The good thing about it being so loud out here is, like, we can talk like this and nobody can hear us. I know. I think so. I yeah. don't know. Um, well, we are back, and I'm back. full. <laughs> yeah, I'm stuffed. How are the wings? You know what? My favorite was the ones that you picked out. Uh, the vinegar, salt vinegar. Weren't they good? Oh, oh my God. That's going to be my new favorite. Good. Ooh, take that Thai chili. <laughs> Asian zinc. Just kidding. Um, yeah, it's like the same flavor that's on the chips. Yeah. I guess that's what it was. You can buy it in the powder and put it on stuff. Oh, okay. I'm Wouldn't it be good on, that. like, popcorn, maybe? or I don't know. It's just really good. Yeah. Oh, That's my good. God. So I also learned that you do a pretty good job cleaning your wings. Yes, me and you are just alike. We like to clean our wings. I mean, mine aren't that great. I'm a little embarrassed. I usually try to hide them. Oh. Uh, I tried to do a little better so you didn't make fun of me. <laughs> I try not to wing shame people. You're, as long as you're better than my cousin Tommy. <laughs> what does Tommy do? Oh, this motherfucker's like three bites and on to the next. I'm like, bro, dig in a little bit, man. He Come just on. like grew up too wealthy or something where he's like, nah, get some chicken nuggets, Tommy. And that's the thing. He wasn't wealthy. It's like, come uh, on, man. You, you know better than that. That's hilarious. Um, so, Amir, um, I'm having the best time with you. And we had a great conversation off the podcast, but that's okay. Um, what, do you have any wing stories? Has anything interesting ever happened to you? Where wings were involved, where they were in the room, or anything like that? I got kicked out of a party that had wings. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. Thanks so much. Wait, what, why'd you get kicked out? Um, okay, this was before I got into comedy. My, my humor was a little bit more crude at the time. And, um, and I was really into this thing uh, called cake farts. <laughs> cake, Have you heard about this? Cake farts? Yeah, all right, so... 
if you guys, if your listeners want to get a good laugh, <laughs> I promise you're going to love this. It's just how it sounds. A woman with no pants will sit on a chocolate cake and then fart. Is this like a porn, like, it's genre? On por- it's on Pornhub. It's on those type of things, yes. <laughs> okay, so how did you get kicked out of it? Did you do a cake fart? <laughs> no, I, I didn't do one myself, but I was trying to show people uh, on my phone <laughs> the video. I was like, you got to see this. And I showed it to a couple girls, and they were deeply offended. Women do not like watching cake farts. I'm going to go watch a cake fart. All right, well, watch it with a guy next to you because you should not be alone for it. <laughs> so what kind of wings were at the party? <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember because I got kicked out shortly after that. Did uh, you get to eat any of the wings? <laughs> <sighs> no. Uh, my buddy, uh, he, he, he pulled me aside. He's like, hey, man, you, you walked two of our friends out of here with, your, with the porno stuff that you're doing, and it's just... You're being completely inappropriate, man. You got to go. Dang, that is hard. It's not like it was two girls, one cup. I mean, it was cake I farting. know, right? <laughs> and I was pretty drunk, so he said I was being pretty crude and stuff, all that. So that's what I'm kind of learning about you, or the couple times we've, you know, been around each other. Like, you're you're so funny. You have a very sweet and nice exterior, but then there's this little crudeness in there. <laughs> and that's what I think shocks me. Or maybe that's the, like... Zing. It's the Asian zing, if you will. No, like, even in your music, it's, like, so sweet. And then it's like, (laughs) do you do that on purpose? Is it natural to you? Where does that come from? Well, thanks for saying I have a sweet and nice exterior. I haven't, uh, yeah, I guess that's um, the impression I usually come off as to people that I don't know. But people who know me know um, I like to talk a lot of shit. And uh, if you're my friend, I'll call you up and say, what's up, bitch? <laughs> Stuff like that. And then, like, I just, I don't know, man. That's just how I've always, I've always been like that. But even with comedians, it's even better because, like, I have a friend named Yorsi Thomas. Shout out, Yorsi. And we'll just call each other and tell each other mama jokes for, like, 30 minutes. Oh, be like, nice. Be like, all right, bye, bitch. <laughs> That's it. I love that kind of humor. I feel like I kind of have that a little bit. But I got in trouble recently at work, uh-huh. and I got feedback that basically said, sometimes Mary says things that would not, Mary would not like it if we said it to her or something. <laughs> like, when I realized, and that's, cla- actually, that's me being able to dish it out but not take it. But I feel like not everybody is okay with that. Like, you're like, you, you say something mean, I'm always the one to be like, ha, ha, like if you fall. And they don't like that. So it's hard. Yeah, um, most people don't have a good sense of humor or can detect funny when people are being funny. So it's like I have to like feel them out, like see what's their tolerance level. Like, so I'm very sensitive to that with some people, and then some people I just if I've already been drinking, then forget about it. I don't it's care. Over for you, <laughs> um, I guess for me, like it happens at work where I have to be kind of appropriate. But when I when I find somebody who loves that, like you instantly bond. Right, You know, right. this this one guy, I work with a lot of, like, older white man, men, actually, yeah. and they were asking me, like, where should they go out, uh-huh. you know, for dinner or to go out and have drinks, and I said, well, you're in your 20s, you go to Mill Avenue, you know, if you go, you know, if you're hot in your 30s, you go to Scottsdale, I go, me and my friends, we go to downtown Chandler, because we're 40, and he goes, well, I'm 50, where should, where should I go? And I said, 
don't even leave the house. How dare you? And he looked at me, and then you just see it. Like, he just smiled like, I love you. And that's my favorite, when people just let me be me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're over 50. Go to CVS. Get some Epsom salt and sit in the tub tonight. <laughs> you need to go relax your joints, okay? No, so, so you have, is it a podcast, a show, or it's an experience, Wings of Love? All of the above. We are a live streaming podcast where you can see us uh, visually. Um, we have a four-camera system. Yeah, uh, Chris Rubio is like the Asian of the Asians of electronics. Yep. And uh, so we have um, multiple mics, so we have guests on. So it's me and him. I'm on the guitar. He's on a loop beat station. where yep. So he makes beats, and then I'll compliment it with my guitar. And then we rap and sing, and then uh, we read news articles, and then we make songs based off of the articles on the spot. And then uh, our guests also chime in as well. And then... Uh, we also do other segments like prank phone calls and yeah. stuff like that. But it's so fun. Oh, it's it's a blast. And I've, I've I, so I'll catch it on Facebook yeah. and like the visual of it. It just looks like four or five guys, people just hanging out and jamming. Yeah. And then you listen to it and you're like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah. But it's totally improvised, right? It's yeah. We don't do material. Uh, we're not even good at rapping. <laughs> or singing. <laughs> if you just looked at the the video, you'd be like, "Whoa, this is like this reminds me of Beastie Boys in 2002." What? Good reference. And yeah. then you and then and then you listen to it and you're like, "Oh." <laughs> yeah. But it's still it's very funny though. It's so much fun. We try to keep it uh PG-13 for the most right. part, you know. I think that's fair. What do you think about that? Do you do is your comedy PG-13 or yeah. do you like clean comedy or what? I I appreciate the skill that goes in the clean comedy. I've attempted to be a straight clean comic, and I can do it for a certain amount of time, but it's just, I, I like to say fuck and shit here and there, and I like to talk about, I like to do a couple dick jokes. I'm not like an all dick joke set guy, you know, but. Right, just a couple dicks. Yeah, I'm not, I like to talk about women a lot in my set and relationship stuff, but I try not to go too dirty, you know, like. Still PG-13-ish, you know, a little rated R. I, I'm, like, in that area. It's like, because you want women to like it, too. Well, yeah, it's my act is mainly for women. And, I think so. And for the guys to laugh at them. Yeah. So, which I'm sure they're loving you at Tempe Improv right now. Oh, I, yeah. I love those audiences. Yeah. And then it's April Macy's the headliner, so she's probably got a really great following. So they're just eating you up. Oh, yeah, and she's much dirtier than I am. Really? She comes right off the bat doing dick and bald stuff. And oh, I was wow. just like, oh, good. <laughs> so I was just like a warm-up for that. So one of your biggest hits um, is Our Love is Stronger Than Nature. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about that song? And, and it, I mean, its popularity has really grown across the country. Like, <laughs> Stop it. No, no it hasn't. <laughs> I was showing my friends last night. I was like, hey, I'm going to interview this guy. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Watch this video. Like, Tell me about that song. Like, what's it about? And how did you, how did you write it? Um, I started writing that song maybe my uh, second year in the comedy. And I had maybe like 10 verses for it. And I narrowed it down to like the funniest two or three or four or something. And uh, it was just like, I really put in a lot of work into writing that song for the stage. And then uh, a buddy of mine wanted to uh, record some music with me. And I was like, all right, let's record this. 
And, uh, and then I had another buddy that wanted to make a really cheesy music video, like super cheesy bad. That's my favorite. And I was like, that concept is perfect for what we're doing. <laughs> the part where you fly is probably my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but like when I played him the song, he's like, ooh, we're going to make you fly in this. <laughs> like he just had all these visuals come to him when I played him the song. I was like, yeah. Let's make that happen. And you perform that at your shows, right? Are you performing it this weekend? I do. I, I perform it as like a segment where I have the guys repeat after me to their women. And, it, and it's so inappropriate, like the things I tell them to say. Yeah, there's always, it's just like your humor. It's like so sweet and so nice. And then it's like, <laughs> Yeah, like pause. What? And you're like, what? But I think you really sell it with your nice and sweet exterior because you're like, oh, he's so nice. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. You also wrote the closing song to Big Pine. Oh. Did you co-produce that? Yeah. I, um, Alexander, uh, what's his name? Beltran. Uh, okay. Alexander Beltran was my roommate. Xander? Xander. Xavier? With a Z. X. Yeah. Alexander. <laughs> Okay, we'll, we'll fact check this later. Um, he was my roommate along with Anthony Davis. Oh, yeah. And so I showed up late, so I got stuck with the couch. Thank you, guys. And Alexander uh, really had it in him to want to make a song for Big Pine. And I was like, whatever, bro. <laughs> you know, but he, but, he, but he hounded me about it. And thank God he did because we, we just met up after we'd been drinking and doing drugs all night and stuff. <laughs> and he's like, all right, let's do this. And so we did it outside of the green room, I think it was. Yeah. And, uh, and Hancock, James Hancock was hanging out with me, and he recorded. He, he always wants to get his props. <laughs> I love <laughs> yeah. James Hancock. He's, he's such a sweet boy. He's awesome. He's a hell of a trash talker. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we, just re we did it in like one or two takes. And uh, and he wrote all the lyrics, and I just I was just there playing guitar, so yeah. it, was, it was easy. They needed you for that. Yeah. I got a line in the song. Oh, you do? Yeah. Um, because they had asked, like, what was your favorite moment? Uh huh. And so I'm, I feel terrible, but not really. I talk about myself way too much. <laughs> we were doing the underwear show. Yeah. One of the nights. And Chip Nicholson went out there, and I think he probably had the best body out of anybody on the show, because <laughs> yeah. it was like me, Anthony Davis, Corey Michaelis. I saw, I saw the it. second half of that show. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah. Okay, I hope you didn't see. Um, they asked me to do it five minutes before. Oh, no. And I said, let me go check my underwear and see if there's any holes. <laughs> and then I didn't find any holes. And I was kind of mad, because if I knew I was on the show, <laughs> I would have wore something better. Right. But it's amazing how people treat you when you're, like, being so brave, showing your fat <laughs> ass in front of people. So I like that. Um, so Chip Nicholson goes up, and he, like, he took off his clothes a little slowly. Yeah. And he had the best body. And then I yelled from behind the screen, take your cast off. <laughs> take off the cast. Because he had his uh, hand in a cast. Yeah. So I was like, keep going. It was the funniest thing I said all weekend. I hated you for that, by really? the way. Yeah, because I was there. And oh, he almost were. pulled out his his, uh, his anaconda because you girls were like, ah, yeah. And I was like, God damn it. I put my head down, covered my eyes because I thought he was going to do it. No, you can't do that. It's, well, doing an underwear, it's like, it's not a strip show. It's just an underwear show. It felt like I was turning into that with you ladies. He had a really small, he had a, he had a very athletic body. He had a lean, athletic body. 
Okay, I'm glad you changed that up from small, whatever you're going to say. Was, no, he has a small waist, is what okay. I was going to say. He has, he has a tiny waist. But I, I worked in the suit industry for many years, yeah. and that is the hardest body to fit in a suit because you have big shoulders, but then you go, you know, like he has a very oh, athletic okay. body. So these guys are all nerds you behind know, us. Oh. Like they're like oh, so great. nerdy and stupid. Uh, Chip Nicholson, uh, now that his arm is healed up, he's his leg is in a cast now. Are you serious? Yeah, he works at the Hollywood Improv, so I see him. And um, and then every time like, I was standing next to him, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what happened now? And then, like, 10 other people were like, what the fuck? And so, yeah, he... Uh, what was he doing? I think he just... He stepped on something wrong. Gosh. And he busted his, his uh, Achilles. He tore his Achilles. Ouch. Just getting up and off He's stage. He's too athletic. He needs to be a little more sedentary. You know what? When you're blessed with good looks and a thin <laughs> waist, God has to take away other things. You know what's... <laughs> you cannot walk. <laughs> you know what? I say all that. I'm not that into, like, somebody who's, like, ripped and cut. You know, I like a dad bod. Like, I like... For myself, you know, I like a more normal looking. He was just happened to be the best looking, like the best body on that show, I think. If you had to pay for a man's sexual time for like 30 minutes of pleasure, what body would you pay for? Oh, my God. I mean, if you're paying for it, that's another story. (laughs) That's how we get to the truth of this. (laughs) I mean, I would go for, I would go not a full-on dad bob, but not full-on ripped and muscular either. You know who was hot was uh, Corey Rodriguez's friend. His friend he was hanging out with who showed up at that show. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oops, am I in my underwear right now? <laughs> and I've decided since then, every picture I take in 2020 is going to be like this. Like, just I'm just booty gonna out? Lead. I'm, I mean... For you guys that can't see, uh, Mary is in her chair. <laughs> <laughs> just sideways right now, trying to stick out her I'm butt. I'm also squeezing the bottom of my body. Can't see. I have a joke now where I do this. Yeah. But <laughs> I was always made fun of for having a big ass as a child and, and as a teen, and now it's finally it's okay. It's a blessing. I'm going to lead with it. Yeah. And uh, I'm an ass man myself. So, are you? Yeah, okay. kudos to you. Thank you. Uh, embrace the booty. They called me Mary Butt Church in school. <laughs> Because it's a good nickname, but it, it was sad. I mean, Mary Butt Church. I was when I was uh, when I was a little kid. There was a girl that had a big butt, and people made fun of her. I thought she was the hottest girl in the class. I was like, Why are you guys teasing this girl? Oh my god, I'm gonna cry right now because I heard um, a, the Sermexalot song a couple yeah, months ago, and I butt. just started crying because I was like, We're now in a world where that is okay and so and like with the Lizzo stuff, where I'm like, Thank you. Because it was so hard back in 93, 90, not even like 89, you know, just yeah. be like a kid with this big ass and it wasn't cool. Now you guys took over and now you guys are skinny shaming bitches everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at that skinny bitch. So I have a joke about that too, um, but yeah. this isn't about me. Um, <laughs> what has been like your most favorite comedy experience? So in the whole time you've been doing comedy, like, oh, wow. what has been like, oh my gosh, that was so sweet. That was so wonderful. Like what's been your best experience? Oh, man. Um, okay, the first thing that came, comes to mind was uh, winning a comedy contest I did not even give a shit about. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was just like, whatever. Like, I just thought it was a joke to even be a part of it. But I was like, I'll just do it. And then I wound up winning third place, and I lost to James Hancock, that bastard. Which contest was it? <laughs> it was um, 
It was the L.A. U.S. Comedy Festival ran by Dante Ruschiolelli. Oh, very cool. And uh, uh, the finals were in um, Pasadena Ice House. Okay. And uh, so I won the first one. I beat Anthony Davis. Uh, but we, he got third place. No, he got second place. I got first place in the first round. Oh, wow. And so he's like, you bastard. <laughs> yeah, and so me and him became friends from that one, and then we saw each other in the finals, and then I I wound up beating him there. So I was like, I was pretty feeling good about myself until I met James. I was like, you bastard, and then uh, and then uh, but yeah, I didn't I I was like, wow, I didn't know how many comics were taking that so seriously, and for me to just not give a shit, and then wind up winning third place. So I was like, oh. This is how you win. That's <laughs> good point. Yeah. Do you think you could have gone that far if you had taken it seriously? Or no. You, oh, okay. And that was my you problem with Big, Big Pine was like I was, I think I took it too seriously. And then my uh, industry set was not very good. And it was outside in the freezing cold. So that didn't help. Mine too. Yeah. Was it at that wine bar? Yeah. That was probably the worst set that I could have done. And I think maybe you're being hard on yourself. I am. I'm very hard okay. on myself all the time, except when I'm when I have a destroyer set. When I have one of those, then I'm. You'll I'm give yourself high. the yeah. props, or you know when it was really good. Yeah, I had a um, industry set there too, and I all the industry was like wrapped up in blankets, yeah. and they were miserable and cold. And I was like, "Is this doing anything?" And also, I think I think that might be like the third festival, and the second in a few weeks, yeah. where like like um, like the the really big industry was there and I don't even know if he saw my set and I'm like ah, how do I get in front of this guy more you know oh yeah they I, only one or two industry people actually cared to sit outside and one of them didn't like me already oh and then I don't even know who the other one was but like it was pretty much just it just did not work well for me uh that whole that my did one you get any set. work or anything since then no okay never mind big pine did not work well for me that's why i always like to ask people here's the one funny oh. thing I, I do like to i met the uh college summit guy chuck and i said hey man he didn't get to see me perform but i was like hey i'd love to send you my stuff so uh i sent him my uh, email with my epk he sends me a rejection email like that right oh. back right and uh, but with in his in his rejection email, he sent me the link to seven other college agencies, right? Oh. So I emailed all of them, and then within a week, I had eight rejection emails from college. Was that for an agent, <laughs> or for to get on a college? It's for the college agencies, for the circuit, college circuit okay. stuff. But yeah, just I guess I'm not uh, appealing to the college agency market. So I've always thought I. I would always say that I don't like colleges. Like, I, that, that demographic isn't my demographic. I don't think. They are just, I don't know. But. From what I hear, they prefer young, super clean. Uh, that's, that's what they're looking kinda for. Kind of alty, too, I feel. Or yeah. just the college crowd. I love a crowd, like, 30 and up, like, way up. Right. LGBTQ, I love them. They love me. Um, Working people, moms, you know, just people who have real life issues and, and day-to-day problems um, because that's who I am or was before I started doing comedy. So I feel like we relate the most. I get that. Yeah. But you know what? Eight rejections, that means the next thing is going to, like, hit. Like, you're just, you're playing the numbers. Yeah. Um, it's just learning how to live with rejection. That's kind of what comedy is. It's like when you're learning how to bomb and bomb well. Uh, and same thing with living with all the 
the no's that you get from yeah. auditioning and, and trying to get into clubs and audition, you know, whatever. Yeah. So that that's that's what we deal with, regular it's folks. it's like a, a not right now. It's not a no, it's a not now. Sure, that could be it. <laughs> yeah, let me get a big credit. Then these college agencies be like, hey, come back. That's the thing, right? You need a credit and then you need a good credit. Yeah, so it's some... <sighs> I wouldn't say you have to be somewhat famous to make it in comedy uh, because there's a lot of comics that are touring headliners that are not famous. But uh, it, that's the best, the easiest way, I, I would think, is to get a little fame and then you could go on a tour. It's a chicken and the egg, though, because you got to have one right. to get the other. Yeah. So you just got to keep grinding. We're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. Yeah, it's a lifestyle that I'm okay with. Um, I try to make sure if I go to a festival, I follow up with certain people sure um you know who i was afraid to meet and this is the second festival i didn't talk to him was the guy cyrus from levity oh yeah nice guy he is and i just have been intimidated some freaking open micer was talking to him like i was kind of waiting and i heard this open micer and i don't mean to be an asshole i'm sorry but i heard them saying he goes oh do you know do you work at uh you know, he mentioned his clubs here or whatever. Yeah. And they go, yeah, I perform there. And I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> you perform there on, like, like a Sunday or a yeah. Tuesday. Like, you're lying. Anyways, and then I just kind of was, like, waiting around, and I was just so uncomfortable, and I still didn't talk to him. And I'm like, damn it. Oh, I did talk to him. He turned out to be nice, and, uh, and he sent me... Uh, a link to get uh, asked for spots for the improvs and all that stuff. Oh my gosh! He was he was good, but like I didn't get any spots. So right. like, but he, he did give me, and then he finally did get to see me, but not at the festival. He goes to the Hollywood Improv to watch the open mics once in a while, Ooh, and so he was there day. and for my set, and he and he liked me, and so, and I didn't even have that good of a set. I was decent, but yeah, man, um, definitely get in touch with that guy. Well, and I was in the NoHo Festival, and, like, he did a panel for us. Yeah. I didn't get to talk to him there. I didn't get to talk to him uh, at that time. So I'm like, I'm going to talk to him now. And then it's just other people were talking to him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, he's definitely approachable. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Cyrus. What's his name? Um, <laughs> May- Mayfar or something like that. All right, he's there really you. cute, too. Cyrus um, Mayfar, Mary wants to. No, no, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, um. So anyways, I think that's just a lesson learned of, like, you need to talk to people. If you want that, you need to talk to get their info. Well, you're so good at that. And you know what? I heard about your networking prowess. Really? At Big Pine. Cool. Yeah, they're like, wow, Mary's, like, really, you know, like, Mary Uptrich. I just heard, I just kept hearing your name. Oh, my God. And, like, people are like, yeah, you know, she's hanging out with this people, these everybody. And I was like, wow, oh. okay, wow, she's somebody to know. Thanks. <laughs> um, you know, a podcast helps. If you feed people wings, I already got work. I already got a show from you. I tricked you. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing, though, what wings um, can do. It's just food. Yeah, yeah. Well, like you said, you, you were saying your set wasn't that good. I'm sure it was great. But it's like, I feel like a lot of this is just if people want to work with you and if you're easy to work with. Yeah, Like, funny is. Is, is this much of it. And then just being cool is a lot more. I, I noticed, like... Uh, the bookers want to find you, one, interesting and likable. You know, they have to kind of like you a little bit and think, all right, this guy's got, got something uh, for them to even want to, like, just talk to you for more. Like, the guy from Boston, um, I got the oh, introduction. I like him. Yeah. He was actually really cool. Uh, he was Ryan? down to earth. Yeah. And, like, uh, I got introduced to him by one of his favorite headliners. And so they were like, yeah, this guy is funny, you know. And so, like, the guy gave me love just off of that. 
and I think he did see my set at the cold, at that cold spot. And then I reached out to him. He's like, yeah, let me know when you're ready to come to Boston. You know, I'll put you on, whatever. Yeah, I would love to, uh, I'd love to hit him up at some point. But I feel like I have to be already going to Boston. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't have anywhere to stay. And, like, I don't want to go out there and lose that much money trying to get I'll a guest spot. I'll tell you, I probably spend more money on comedy than I make right now. But yeah. I try to reinvest every dollar I make into, like, trips for comedy. But it's, nice. it can be tricky. Yeah, we need investors. We need a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, anybody would like to... Visit our Patreon site or just send us a check to help us get around the country. That'd be great. Yeah. I'll wear your name on my back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So as we wrap it up, I've had such a good time with you. I think you're so nice and, and fun oh, to talk to. Thank you. Likewise. And I, thank you for letting me talk about myself so much. I feel a little bad. Well, you got to um, let a woman talk. You know, part of a, being a man is listening. You're so good. Thank <laughs> you. But let me ask you this. Yeah. What do you want in the next, I'm going to say year, because it's January right now. Ooh. What are your hopes and dreams? What do you want out of comedy and your life in the next year? Yes, let's manifest it'll come some true. stuff right yeah. now. Um, well, definitely more chicken wings in the future. Yes, we we'll love that. Um, I would love to have opportunity to work in New York, Miami, Chicago. Um, I would like to have a, a huge credit on TV or a movie. That would be awesome. And I would like to work with uh, one of my comedy heroes. I don't know who it could be because I have so many that I look up to. I would love to get to work with somebody that I admire and hopefully get adopted as, like, with a feature or something like that. Oh, that's You know, get to go you. on the road with somebody that, that... Who's, like, your comedy hero? Give me, like, one or two of your comedy heroes. I know there's a lot. Okay, like, are we talking about people that are, are super famous or are we talking about people, like, closer to that aren't famous Let's yet? Let's do, that... like, a couple of each. Who's, like, your, your, your attainable comedy hero? And who's your super famous, like, Oh, dream, comedy <laughs> hero. Oh, man. Well, guys that I see out in the circuit that I really look up to. Um, oh. oh, that's so hard because, like, there's so many. I'm trying to think of. Um, I don't know these guys well. Um, I don't know them well at all. But, like, um, I, I, I just see them, and they're really funny. Like, uh, Chris D'Elia is, is a really funny guy. I, I really enjoy watching him work. Um, Ron G., uh, he's in L.A., um, uh, one of my favorites to watch. So fucking funny. And we're actually kind of friends. So I can, oh, tec nice. I can text him right now. Um, as far as, like, super famous people, uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Like, I'm scared to talk to him. <laughs> I don't even want to talk to him. <laughs> Joe Coy is up there. Yeah. Um, God, his special last year was amazing. My friends were talking about him. They love him so much, Joe Coy. Such a beast. Hey, you know what? They all started like with what we're doing, yeah. right? They yeah. just, they're hustling and they're working. So yeah. you're going to get all those things because you are super nice, you are funny, and you're just a good person and you deserve it. Oh, you're sweet. So are you. Thank you. <laughs> all right, you guys. I think, any, did we leave anything on the table? Is there any meat on this bone? Uh, you know what, guys? There is a lot of meat on this bone, but we're going to have to just wait till the next, <laughs> the sequel to get more information. All right, you guys, thank you so much for being here with Wings with Friends. Um, I've been Mary Upchurch. I'm Amir the Miracle. Look me up. Do you want to sing us out? I want to sing us out. Oh, yeah. Come check me out. Oh, no, no, no. Don't start the pout. You know it. Oh, baby. Mary Upchurch. Yeah. She's got the butt church. 
<laughs> Thank you, Amir. Bye, guys. Uh, bye, guys.